This is the relationship where we analyze pop culture to give you relationship advice that works. I'm Toya, and I got Jason and Eric in there. That's right. It's not Mason. It's not Payson. It's Jason. I thought I'd try that. It does good for you. I thought I'd throw that in. Try that. I like that. Uh, No, yeah, that that, that (laughs) doesn't work. work. Did that have a singing ring? It was worth a shot. Uh, Worth a shot. You can be like, it's not Ricky Bobby or something, maybe. It's not Daryl. It's not Ricky. It's Jason. Oh, man. Okay. All right. Well, we'll try. questions, send send those in to the relationship at power77radio.com. And what we got, Mason Jason? (laughs) We got Tyrone from Dallas with a question. He asked, can you explain to me and my wife what does submission look like in a marriage? Mm. We have different ideas. She thinks she'll lose her voice in making decisions for the family affairs. And I think she doesn't like the word submission. Can you help me out here? <laughs> Man, let me. I'm, I'm going to turn this over to Eric because. Well, here we go. Why? He you're the one. You're the submitter. So good. Submitter. <laughs> 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 Man, you explained it really good, though, on one of your relationship videos. Yeah, so go gonna, ahead. I was going to say, we'll, we'll, we'll touch on it here. But yeah, go go to YouTube, relationships. Look for the one on submission. We did a whole video on this. Mm-hmm. Um, here's the basic principle. Um, when people start talking about submission, first of all, the biblical models, mutual submission, Ephesians 521, uh, before we start talking about wives, submit to your husbands, blah, 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 stuff, right? So, um, so we should have a heart of mutual submission to one another, which is, I want, I'm more concerned about your well-being and your interest and you doing well than I am about me, Mm -hmm. right? So if you start there, your wife's struggle is already over because <laughs> yeah. she's right. like you're trying to you're trying to put her first you're thinking of her it's the male dominated i say whatever goes and you submit attitude mm-hmm. that that people push back against so your wife right. will not have a hard time with the word submission when you're serving and loving and leading her um that would be a first thought second mm-hmm. thought is just the whole idea of the husband being the head of the household and that kind of stuff uh, you need you need to be the lead initiator is what you need to be not yeah. not the lead dictator not the lead say everything it, which you're leading by initiating conversations because your wife may be better and stuff so leadership is not based around uh, capacity right. and skill set mm-hmm. right like some people. Dude, your wife's better at stuff than you, mm-hmm. but you can still initiate the conversation. Right. Maybe you suck at money. Hey, babe, let's sit down and let's talk about the budget. You're still initiating it right? while both of you playing roles that fit your skill set best. So, mm-hmm. Well, you know the whole key to that is wives submit to husband, the husband submit to the Lord, right? So if you're doing that Amen. part of it, rest of it's easy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously it's wives submit to your husband as unto the Lord. There so you it's go. really mm-hmm. a faith move. Yeah. Um, but usually when people are asking the question Tyrone's asking, um, it's more about a power struggle and control. Yep. And so he may have a skewed perspective on what it means to lead his family. And his wife may have a skewed perspective on what it <laughs> means to submit. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. That's the easy answer. Go get the long answer on YouTube. <laughs> yes, go check that out. Thank you so much for the toy, that Where can question. we check that out? YouTube Relations. We can check that out on YouTube. Shots. And it's called Relations Shots. Ah, okay. Yes. Good stuff. Exactly. So, right. Eric, what are we getting into today? 
Well, we're going to talk about cycles today. Mm. Cycles. I thought cycles. it might be a good opportunity for a Latoya to sing Jonathan <laughs> uh, McReynolds' song "Cycles." Maybe if you want to bust Johnny. into that, or like you could maybe do. Maybe you could do a medley of "No Weapon," your, no! Fa- your no! favorite go-to song, <laughs> no! and "Cycles," and you could you could no! mix them together. Nice. So. If the Lord moves on your heart, uh-huh. Toya, feel free <laughs> yeah. to, uh-huh. to cut off whatever Jason and I might be saying That's it. Uh-huh. for your Submit rendition this show of Cycles. Uh-huh. Hey, hey, DJ, drop that beat. Ooh. Uh, uh, you know, I had, uh, we moving on, we uh, moving okay. on, we moving on. I thought we're you could do on. it a cappella. I was, I no, was, that's no, how you started tonight. No Weapons. <laughs> <laughs> no Weapons. Remember? <laughs> do I need remember. a reminder? I do not, I do not, not need a reminder. Uh, yeah. I do not need that. All right, we're going to talk about cycles, what they are and how to break them. So there's a number of different cycles. Negative. So maybe we should define cycles. Yeah. So yeah. I would define yeah. cycles as repetitive behaviors that result in unhealthy negative results so mm, that right. that's the couples who get stuck in them know exactly what we're talking about you get stuck in a cycle and you just repeat it and you're like we're here again we're dealing yeah. with the same thing over and over again mm-hmm. and we can get stuck and not not know how to get unstuck mm-hmm. um so i want to talk about a few different types of those cycles today yeah, right. mm, kind of like kind of like your favorite uh your favorite darcy <laughs> see, I, right? I thought about her, and I wasn't even gonna bring it up yeah, today. But I know you, you did were because she comes you up in it. every show, right? Now, which she cycle are you talking about? You talking about her man cycle, or her plastic surgery cycle, Jeez. or what cycle are we getting into? Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> we don't need to stop at one. That's true. She, she's in that. some repetitive cycles yeah. that are producing negative results, but yet she keeps repeating them, right? Yep, over and over. Yeah. Trying to get, you know, that's the definition of insanity. Trying to mm-hmm. get a different result doing the same thing, mm-hmm. right? Um. So, you know what? That Let's start there. All right. That's a good one, since I brought it up. Okay. Um, that often happens in relationships. Mm-hmm. You find somebody that leaves a relationship okay. because it was unhealthy. Right. And finds themselves back in another relationship that's unhealthy. Yes. Right. Usually, they'll pick a different personality, because mm-hmm. like, well, this one was overbearing, so I'm going to pick somebody passive. Mm. But then you're still going to get in another cycle mm-hmm. because right. you're yeah. you're still unhealthy ultimately. Right. Um, and then you just try to make a different decision, but end up with the same outcome. Mm-hmm. And I don't. Do we ever talk about? I mean, Toy is the the <laughs> knower of all shows. Do we ever talk about a shows on like our beliefs? So the idea like is that you have a, our our decisions are determined by our beliefs. So we have gotcha. a belief set. We make decisions out of those belief sets, and that results in outcomes. So belief, decision, outcome. Mm -hmm. What happens is you don't like the outcome, so you just try to go back and re-decide. That's Mm -hmm. like, I got married, I got divorced, picked the wrong person, let me remarry. I'm re-deciding. Let me get married again. But then second marriages have a higher divorce rate than first. Mm -hmm. Third marriages have a higher divorce rate than second. So just Mm -hmm. re-deciding clearly is not the answer. You have to go back and Mm re-believe. Some things that you believe wrong. Right. And that could be a yeah, million okay. things, right? right? Maybe I think I, I don't have any value or worth. I'm, I'm going to keep continue settling for relationships that don't treat me well because I have a faulty belief system. Or I have a belief system that relationships should look like X and I have unrealistic expectations. Right. People mm-hmm. can't fulfill them. So I criticize them and I'm always on them. And then a relationship doesn't work. And well, they're no good. I need to decide somebody new. So. Mm-hmm. Part of what we have to do in order to break a cycle is go re-believe 
some things sometimes mm-hmm. because a faulty belief is keeping us stuck. Which basically means you got to go look at yourself a little bit. That's what I was just about to say. Yeah. 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 And you yeah. probably need some outside eyes yeah, because probably. when you look in the mirror, you got some perspective of mm-hmm. yourself that's wrong. Yeah. Right. We always think everybody, I mean, we're all gracious to ourselves and much more critical of other people. Sure. So you need some outside help too. Mm-hmm. Friends, counselors, somebody to go, yeah. Yeah, I think that's a faulty belief system or that behavior pattern. Because if you're in an unhealthy relationship and you learn an unhealthy belief pattern, right? Mm-hmm. Then you go and even if you accidentally find somebody who's healthy, the way you behave is not going to work, right? Because yeah. I right. still have unhealthy stuff, right, and the healthy person, yeah, the healthy person's like, yeah, no, yeah, I don't I'm play out. that. Yeah, but <laughs> the hard part is people that don't even know that they are the unhealthy one. You know, they're they're always looking outside of themselves wanting to blame everyone else there is this is the reason that person this like you just the example you gave this person was aggressive this person was too passive i just need somebody in between and it's like no you're the common denominator you know so and that's that's hard because there is stuff in the other people right because we all got issues so you can legitimately find stuff in the other person yeah and not have to look at the fact that you got some stuff too exactly That's so, a whole show in itself. That, sure. that yeah, is a show right pretty there. much. So let's let's start before we're even married. All right. Okay. People get stuck in the makeup breakup cycle. You ever <laughs> known anybody in that? Be like, yeah, we. Oh, this. Yeah, here we go, toy. Nah, I don't know if you <laughs> guys did that. So he, we've talked about this before. Uh-huh. Whenever I'm mean with somebody, and I'm like, okay, tell me a little bit about your relationship. Okay. Well, we've been married for three years, but we've been <laughs> together for nine. <laughs> <laughs> I would say 98% of the time, those prior to marriage Uh have been breakup makeup. So is that your first question to them? How many times did you break up in that nine years? absolutely. I'll I'll ask about it. I'll I'll say I assume there's probably some infidelity, some breakups, because it's Mm. rare that it's just circumstantial. Like, Mm -hmm. well, we were in school and we were... We had a healthy relationship, but we were just waiting for good timing, or mm-hmm. they were gone for two years. I mean, right. That, right. that's why I say that's like 2%. 98% of them is like breakup, makeup, breakup, makeup, yeah, breakup, makeup. True. And yep. I'm like, oh, now you have all these patterns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so mm. I think people get stuck in that. But the problem is that pattern leads to like abandonment issues, yeah. rejection no, yeah. issues, mm-hmm. uh, I'm a runner issue. Mm. And then you get married. And, and you get in a fight, and what do you do? You run, or you right. everything you did before marriage. Yeah, well, yeah. we're just going to get a divorce then. Yep. Well, I'm leaving, and grab exactly. my stuff, and leave for the night, and, and you get stuck in these uh, un- unhealthy behaviors. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the so day. So do you see these cycles? Do you trace these cycles even back for it? Like, like you start developing these at childhood, like that early? I bet or you can. Or is it can. pretty much yeah. just like no, relationship? It, dep- it, it depends. I mean, the, because... Childhood has a different set of drama, so you don't right. you don't normally see that. You can see if you have somebody that grew up in a home that was real performance based, and it was like mm-hmm. when you're when you're doing the right things, we love you and bring you in, and when we don't approve your behavior, w- there's not just consequences. We emotionally push you away, and mm-hmm. and right. so some of that can feed that. Um, mm-hmm. But I think a lot of it, it usually ends up happening with with dating stuff and so you've got this breakup makeup breakup makeup and i would encourage people like who are in those to journal journal Mm. your breakups so that later when you start feeling good about it go back and read what they did in the breakup season Mm. because what happens is you could develop like this maybe conscious maybe unconscious need for the other person's approval 
Yeah. And so right. if at any point they start dropping like breadcrumbs of acceptance or encouragement or approval or, or anything nice behavior, then you kind of like are, oh, like there's hope that maybe they would treat you well in the future and you want to get hmm. back together with them yeah. and forget, right. nah, yeah. man, for, they, they man, cheated you on that. him 17 yes, times. I see that all the time. And I was going to go back to what you said, Jason, because I was watching this TV show last night Uh-oh. and um, it was a counselor talking with the lady and she actually took the hurt of the, the cycles back to her childhood because okay. her dad cheated on her mom, but he still came home every day. But she knew that he had this other side family. And so as she became an an adult, she realized like she didn't even put two and two together until the show that um, she she was accepting men and marrying men that were treating her just like her dad treated her mom. Just that pattern. You know, where it was just, yeah, like, yeah, we're going to pretend like everything is okay because that's what she saw in her childhood home, even though it's not, you know, even though I'm cheated on and I've been multiple times divorced and, you know, it all looks the same, but it's like. She had to realize that hurt in the cycles that she was then bringing to her own daughter, you know? So cycles can develop into any kind of thing. I mean, you Man. can have cycles that develop sure. into addiction. You have cycles, mm-hmm. really, you know, and that, so that, that brings me to something. Oh, oh, here we go. <laughs> here we Dude, go. It's so, it's so funny because every time you start talking for like a little while, suck you in, don't I, I get sucked. I, this, <laughs> yeah. Like, I, this is a cycle for me. <laughs> the cycle, the cycle of with anti anticipatory hope <laughs> believing that this will be the show that jason actually brings something of oh, value hey, only to be let <laughs> down again <laughs> so, just so now that i have no value that's uh, fine i can live with it that. that so <laughs> all right so so you know i thought what i would well do because you know this well is a, well played thanks this is a you know this is a show these cycles sometimes you know, people live with addiction and stuff like that cycle. Yep. So I thought I'd bring in some comedians on this, right? Okay. So we got we're gonna play a little game today. Uh huh. These are quotes by comedians. You got your list. Did a little little pre-show prep, quotes and you guys comedians. got your list. We got a list of four, we got it. eight people You're on right. this There's list. Right. gonna be five. That we can choose from. You got five. You got five on this. So here we go. Okay. We're gonna do a quote. I'm going to kind of lay the groundwork. I'll show you how the first one goes, and you guys go see if we can figure this out. Let's see if Toya okay. can get a win on this one. Okay. Uh, All right? I don't feel good about it, but let's go. <laughs> I don't right. feel like Toya and comedians are, <laughs> yeah. are in no, there. She not probably so doesn't even know who some of these oh, people she, are. She might. She, yeah, she, she should might. know them all. all right, I know so them all, let's, yeah. let's go with number five. So this okay. is what I call, you know, recognizing you got to stop the cycle of addiction. You ready? All right. So here's the quote. I had to stop drinking because I got tired of waking up in my car driving 90 miles an hour. <laughs> wow! Yeah, who do you think said drinking. that? So is this a real quote? That's a real quote. These are all real. Got quotes. tired of driving and what? Drinking waking up. It got and tired of drinking because I uh, see. I got to stop drinking because I got tired of waking up in my car driving ninety miles an hour. All right, let me just throw one out. I'm gonna say Bill Murray. All right, yeah, I was it. He was definitely on my top three, but since you went Bill Murray, I'm gonna go. Ah, that's tough, dude. Um. If you said truck, I'd go with Larry the Cable Guy. But oh since you goodness. said car, <laughs> yeah. I think I'm going to come back with... Ah, it's between Chris Rock and Eddie Murphy for me. I'm going to go Chris Rock. Mm. This is the great Richard Pryor. Oh! The great Richard Pryor. There you go. There you go. If, right. you, if you would have said something not like drugs, I would have yeah, said Richard Pryor. Okay. All right. So here's number two. This is what I call you get trapped in that technology-driven lifestyle. Sleep is so cute when it tries to compete with the internet. 
That's the quote. What? That's that was quote. it? Sleep is so, so cute, cute when it tries to compete with the internet. You get what he's saying. He's no. up on the internet all night. Yeah, not, sleep, not sleepy, sleeping. But, but internet's going to win out over sleep. <laughs> Boy, Jerry man. Seinfeld. <laughs> you say that as if. Uh, <laughs> what do you got, Eric? That's, that's just a bad one, dude. It's um, not a great one. None of these are great. I don't know. Eddie Murphy. Really? I don't, I don't Eddie feel Murphy. good about that it. That was a Will Ferrell, man. Oh! That doesn't sound like okay. Will Ferrell, dude. Will, Will Ferrell is actually funny. That's why I was struggling, because I'm like, <laughs> okay. that's just not even funny. Well, i got to throw you off sometimes. Can it, are okay. any of these going to be funny? I don't know. Like, it's we can attribute them to their humor? <laughs> Maybe. It's up to you. We'll see. All right, here we go. It's not up to this me. Some a- stuff <laughs> is objective. Like, that last oh, one, goodness. there's no humor in. Uh, uh, your Will thought it was funny. I don't think I think that was like an in between from <laughs> that was the in between. Anyway, all right, number three. This is uh this is the cycle of bad choices here. This is what this is how this was handled. I don't get high, but sometimes I wish I did. That way, when I messed up in my life, I would have an excuse. But right now, there's no rehab for stupid. Larry the Cable Guy. Chris Farley. That would be Chris Rock. <laughs> so so far nobody's got oh, a point. Man. All right, okay. you got two more to redeem yourself. So All right. at this pace right now, just you got to get one right. Mm-hmm. All right, here. So here we go. This is uh, this is how to get through uh, a cycle when you're kind of in a cycle of bad finances. Okay. All right. Sometimes you got to wreck the car to get the insurance money to make the payment on the car. <laughs> That's Larry the Cable Guy. <laughs> that sounds like a freaking straight red. Ah, that could be. <laughs> I was gonna say straight redneck. That could be ghetto too. Mood. They'd be like, sometimes you gotta light the car on fire to get the insurance money from the car. I'll stick. I'm with, gonna say. I'm gonna say Eddie Murphy. I'll stick with Larry. You know what? The real quote is. The real quote is sometimes you gotta wreck the truck. So uh, Eric's right. Larry the cable guy. I had so to change you, it up. You switched that because you knew to. I'd eat up yeah, truck. Yeah, All right. I still truck. got it. Are you still, still got, got it. Still All right. Got it. All right. All right. Last one. I'm Last hard one. to shake when I'm uh, <laughs> Right. I'm on the trail. This is how not to handle a bad cycle, right? You're right. in the bad cycle. All right. I only drink two times a year, when it's my birthday and when it's not my birthday. <laughs> that sounds like a Bill Murray kind of thing. I was going to say Bill Murray. So, but you both got... Now, now you're going for... I mean, do you want, if do you, you want stay switch? with him, he's going to win. I already win. I know. So or you at least kind of tie if you... Um, do you want to sit? Who I'll, else is, who I'll move else is if left? You, if you want to sit well, on Bill Murray, I'll move. Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy? Well, you should have stayed with him because Bill Murphy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I blanked her. That's called a skunk. Too old. I blanked you. That's it. All right. All right. There you go. Fair uh, enough. That's okay. Enough. There you go. I didn't feel good about that anyway. No, yeah. that's all right. Uh, cool. All right. Back to cycles. Oh, yeah. Back to so, cycles. That's what we're um, talking about. One more cycle, and then we'll get into the people's normal cycle so i think some people can get stuck in like this codependency cycle Mm -hmm. and i know a lot of people who need to be needed and so Mm -hmm. these you stay in an unhealthy relationship with somebody who's needy because you need to be needed and Mm -hmm. sometimes you get two codependent people and really it looks like a match made in heaven because they're both need to be needed and so they need each other and so it it fits great but if either one of them ever gets healthy, it's going to be it's going to be right. torture. Yeah. So, mm. um, you know, in those in those, you've got to reorient reorient your worth and identity and significance to something greater than a relationship, because that, that's where the codependency comes in. Is that the 
the, my worth is tied to the person I'm in a relationship yeah. with. And, uh, and so in those, it's got to be, again, that self-work to say, I, I'm, I'm greater and bigger than the relationship, mm. and a relationship doesn't define me. Um, and, and then if go ahead I was gonna say and that can kind of be challenging in marriage because you have so many people I can imagine you have so many people that are just like well it's my marriage I want to fight for my marriage and they're getting the two intertwined yeah. you know where it's really you need to really understand that you're codependent on this person and it's and it's not healthy but then your excuse is but it's my spouse you know so right. I want to you know so where's that line I mean from codependency to really just you know Unity, I guess I should, for mm-hmm. lack of a better word. Where, where's the line? When does it become codependent, I guess, is what I'm asking. When, when the motivation is unhealthy. All right. So I think you guys correct me if you're wrong, but uh, everybody, <laughs> on, wrong. everybody <laughs> on here loves and cares for their spouse. Yeah. All right. But if your spouse left you tomorrow. Mm-hmm you would still be okay. Mm. Gotcha. Your identity, your yeah. significance, your worth That's, yeah. would not leave with your spouse. Yeah. The relationship would just be gone, which mm-hmm. you'd grieve and there'd be loss and it'd be heartbreak and, you know, real because you're in, but yeah. but it's different than your whole world's gone because yeah. your identity and purpose. And, and then mm. I think the other piece too is that if you continually accept unhealthy behavior on behalf of staying together, that that's codependent right mm, i mean you yeah, got yeah. We, we've got to set boundaries healthy yeah. boundaries in a relationship where we have to take responsibility for our own stuff yeah. right. like i don't you know if my spouse continually you know makes bad decisions that impact me and i suffer the consequences and that stuff i've got to set a boundary where you got to accept responsibility for your stuff mm-hmm. you know right it's like you know i'm not going to co-sign for everything for you and then you <laughs> never pay your bills and then i get stuck with it right mm. that's that's well that's my spouse okay but it's still not healthy so yeah. you got to set set boundaries for them to take responsibility yeah, that makes sense mm-hmm. all right i don't know if that answered no, your that question no that, that was no, good was, okay yeah. And then there's, if you've ever heard of Emerson Eggers' book, The Love and Respect, yeah, he talks about a crazy cycle, and so a lot of people, mm. I, to me, that's too, um, that idea is too simple, which is women want love and men want respect, and mm-hmm. if a woman doesn't feel love, she doesn't give respect, and if the guy doesn't feel respected, he doesn't give love. I feel like we're all so much more complicated than yeah. just two words, but yeah. you know, he pulled that out of some Bible verses to make it biblical, so... I mean. Um, so I think the a similar thing is called the pain cycle that that a lot of counselors deal with. And the idea behind that is when in conflict, I get emotions triggered inside of me. I feel mm-hmm. certain okay. ways when we're in conflict. And those triggered emotions lead to a coping behavior. And often my behavior triggers an emotion in my spouse, which results in their coping behavior behavior. Mm-hmm. And we get okay. stuck in a cycle. So yep. I'm going to give you an example from me. And mm-hmm. then you guys think about an emotion that gets triggered in you that causes you to respond right. in a way that's not helpful for a relationship. Okay. So so here's mine. So when we're in conflict and I feel like, you know, my wife's attacking me or whatever, some of the feelings I get are I feel invalidated at times. Like she's not trying to understand me. Mm-hmm. I feel unloved at times and I feel disconnected. Mm. Those are the emotions I experience. Yeah. And when I experience those, here's how I respond in an unhealthy way. This is going to surprise you, but I get sarcastic. <laughs> sarcastic. Hey. 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 Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> so I get real sarcastic. 
I can get super critical. <laughs> I can get defensive about stuff. And then if those don't work, then I withdraw because I don't like conflict. So mm -hmm. I withdraw to avoid. All right. Mm. So now imagine I'm being sarcastic, critical, defensive with my wife or just withdrawn from her. Imagine how she feels. Right. Insignificant inadequate right. like right. when i'm critical and sarcastic she's gonna feel like she doesn't measure up that mm -hmm. she's inadequate that she's insignificant and then how's she gonna respond she's gonna be defensive yep. she's gonna be negative she's gonna be critical and she's gonna retaliate mm. which is now gonna cause me here we go again feel unloved un right. invalidated yep. disconnected yep. and so that's called the pain cycle and you can get stuck in those cycles in a relationship where it is irrelevant what we're talking about right mm -hmm. and sometimes when you talk to couples you're like okay let me you know what are some of your big conflict areas and they're everywhere they're, yeah <laughs> right. I remember no yeah, yeah, it, it doesn't matter right. it, it was you yelled at me about the dishes in the sink <laughs> and i felt invalidated disconnected or you know you told me i don't know how to parent same i mean right. it don't matter that we get stuck in those. So you guys, what what is identify at least one feeling you know you experience when in conflict with your spouse? Well, I mean, I know for me from the past, from past marriage, all that stuff. It's it's that inadequacy. It's it's that mm. it it was. I heard the phrase "you need to" a lot, which made you feel like well, I, I must be stupid. <laughs> yeah, you don't, <laughs> I don't know, know what anything. you're doing. Right? Yeah, exactly. And so my response, typically my response is to actually what? Uh, guess what? Well, we know you're going to be sarcastic. What do you think I'm going to do? I think you you're probably going to drink. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> you kidding. I'm drinking now. I, said, <laughs> I would say you probably withdraw. I said shut down. Yeah. Exactly yeah. right. Yeah. I just shut it down. I'm just, mm -hmm. it's not even worth talking about. And I just, I just bury it all up. So that's what I do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which then makes her feel like you don't yep. care exactly or whatever right. it might be. Yep. Exactly. Yep. Mm -hmm. And me, I, I was that one to come home and be like, why haven't you done this? Why didn't you do this? I would then shut down, have an attitude, and you know, <laughs> everything is shutting down, literally. Shut Shutting down. down with an attitude. <laughs> the, the kitchen is closed. The bedroom is closed. Right. It, it, she just I'm gonna shut down. shutting down. I'm going to shut All down, that. but I'm going to have an attitude about it. And, oh, yeah. and quiet. <laughs> exactly. Shut it down. It's like COVID over in her <laughs> house, man. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's hey, what it would Economy is like. closed. Yeah. Maybe I need to try it. Not no. even 25% capacity. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody. I'm going to start shutting down with an attitude. Shutting the door. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, so. that seems like you, Jason. I'm going to shut down with that roll the neck Jason right. roll the oh, neck right. I, shut right. down with that attitude yeah, that's it <laughs> so then if if you find yourself in cycles yeah part of getting out of the cycle is what we talked about at the beginning which mm. is you gotta re-believe some stuff mm -hmm. so yep. part of our issues with the pain cycle like like Jason you said your first feeling was like you and didn't measure up yep. or whatever yeah. so you can feel like I'm unloved or or I'm just not enough. That's not true. Right. That that that's that's the nicest thing you've you, ever said I to know. me. You're, 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 you're then buying into <laughs> a truth that's not real. Just like yeah. when I feel devalued or unloved, that's not true. I am loved. Mm -hmm. Right. Um. But we're just in conflict right now, and so part of getting out of the cycle is you replace the faulty beliefs with the truth. There you go. Mm -hmm. Um. If you're a believer, certainly you can you can replace the faulty beliefs with all the truths about who you are in Christ, right? I mean, yeah. your your worth, all that stuff is tied to that regardless of how the relationship's going. If you're not a believer, you still have value 
above and beyond what your spouse thinks of you in any given moment. Right. Because mm-hmm. let's face it, I mean, emotions are important, but they can lie to you. Oh, oh yeah. The biggest liars. Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. So then, if we're in conflict, and instead of feeling invalidate or devalued and unloved Mm -hmm. i know the truth is i am loved and i am valued but my wife's upset right now Mm -hmm. and there may be some things we need to talk about now i can i don't have to respond defensively i don't have to attack Mm -hmm. i i can respond in a better way which is to seek understanding hey what's going on in this situation what do you need from me and some of that kind of stuff yeah. Um, but you can't ever get there if if you're operating out of a place of faulty beliefs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So so when Lisa goes Queen Latifah on me, uh. then that, then I just got to recognize. <laughs> you know she does that. Yeah. You know, right? yeah. Then I just got to recognize I'm not what she's saying I am. I get it. Okay. True. I got you. I'm following you. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Latifah. Does Lisa even know who that is? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. She knows. She knows more than me, probably. Probably because she watches that she new knows. show she's in with The Enforcer or what is <laughs> yeah. that show? It's a pretty good show. Is it? I like that. Yeah, you have to check it out. Mm. So anyway, that's cycles. Cycles, breaking cycles. Well, first it's easy to recognize because it's like I've been here before. We we keep you keep choosing poor relationships or you keep doing the same thing in your relationship. You've gotta you've gotta evaluate what are you believing about yourself, this other person, this relationship that's not true. Right. And that may require some outside help, a counselor, mm-hmm. somebody else to step in. And that allows you to now start making different decisions um, and not, you know, reacting purely out of emotion. Yeah, exactly. And also, if you want want to check out some old episodes I that knew kind she'd of, come through yeah, kind of touch on this <laughs> episode seven nine two, actually episode seventy nine. Oh, look at yeah. them like prophetic yeah, or psychic, yeah, yeah. whichever one's go. better oh, for you. Uh, how to recover <laughs> from better. a breakup. There you go. Uh, Episode 67, I Married the Wrong Person. (gasps) Now what? And one more. Episode 24, Seven Questions Everyone Should Ask Before Marriage. So check those out. Please do ask those questions. Yeah. Yeah, And if you have any questions, send those into the relation shop at power77radio.com. And we are here for you. We're out.